재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵. Health Watch is how we get the week started. We invite a bona fide Korean medical doctor here into the studio, and she tells us how we can live a happier life using centuries of wisdom. Her name's Yesu Jennifer Lee. Hello, Yesu. Good morning. Nice to see you. Thank you. So, um, ginseng. Yes. If you don't, if you don't know any other thing about Korea, you probably know <laughs> ginseng, don't you? Yes, um, you probably do. It's very popular, even in the hugely U.S. Hugely popular yeah. all around the world. I mm-hmm. remember one time I was a tour guide at my very first job many years ago mm-hmm. at CNN. was a tour guide and I led some Koreans around and right. they gave me a box of ginseng and I had no idea what to do with it. <laughs> so do you remember what you did with it? I, I think I stirred it into tea. Okay. You know, I made like a ginseng tea mm-hmm. out of it and it was bitter, incredibly bitter. So what, let's do a whole segment here about what to do with mm-hmm. ginseng. Let's start by kind of um, understanding what ginseng is and all about. Um, ginseng is actually one of the most popular export uh, products in Korea, um, not only around these days, but also centuries and centuries of years ago. For mm-hmm. example, it says that um, even wars were fought for the control of the land in which it thrived. So there is a record of this being exported to China and Japan even in 1,500 years ago. Wow. Yes. Um, and it's The record says that Korean ginseng um, in the classical texts of China and Japan that it is the best quality and it's probably the major imported goods from Korea even back then. Um, and it's uh, worth weight in gold. Mm. Wars over ginseng. Mm-hmm. I never knew that that would make a good K-drama. You know, the ginseng <laughs> wars. Yes. Another very good drama topic about ginseng is that it's one of the major markets that Japan aimed to monopoly when, during the colonial period mm. because it was a huge market good. So uh, they blocked the private markets to make it and sell red ginseng by just this one monopolized country uh, a supported uh, factory. That's when the name Jongguanjang appeared, which is also a label that's very popular these days. And to emphasize that the factory under this monopoly is the only one controlled and approved by the government. And that, that's the stores you see when you see like a mm-hmm. whole ginseng store. Right. Is that a Jongguanjang store? Yes. So it lasted over the years because it's been supported by the government even a, even a few years ago. Okay. Right now it's privately owned. But it's still a very huge market. All right. So, yes. Yeah, so what's all the fuss about? It's basically just a root in the ground. Why, why, why are people so crazy about it? <laughs> well, um, the overall effectiveness of this ginseng is that it restores and enhances normal well-being and has one of the most popular herbal remedies in the world. It's, um, if you look at this uh, records that I've been writing down over here, it, it's pretty much... curing everything else that you can think of. But if you just look at the researches on ginseng, it shows that ginseng has anti-carcinogenic effects, meaning it prevents you from cancer, Mm -hmm. and it uh, protects the liver from toxins, it removes hangovers, um, and also anti-fatigue. And when you go down deeper into the body, it stimulates production and circulation of the blood, um, meaning red blood cells and even white blood cells strengthen the immune system and prevent osteoporosis, anemia, hypertension, and diabetes. My God. <laughs> so these I want are to all just the... <laughs> eat nothing but ginseng. <laughs> so this is all the research that's been done, um, just, not just in Korea, but also across the countries. Okay. Uh, should everybody have it? Or should certain people have it? That's a very good question. So there is another record uh, or quotes and records all over different classical texts saying whether everyone should eat ginseng or everyone should this, eat this 
say every day. Um, and there are controversies on this. But uh, one says that if you have a very weak qi, meaning you have deficient qi, or especially when you feel you're coughing chronic, having a chronic cough, or um, different kinds of deficient symptoms, it's very good for you to have this. On the other hand, if you have excessive heat, for instance, that's when you have to ignore or refrain from too much ginseng. So if you're one of those people that's always a bit cold and you need a blanket or a sweater, mm -hmm. ginseng's a good idea. But if you're yes. always a bit sort of sweaty and overheated, mm -hmm. to oversimplify, mm -hmm. ginseng's not the best idea. Yes. Um, if, you, if I quote uh, Dongi Bogam for this, it says that do not use it to the people who have dark faces due to excessive heat and excess qi. Dark faces mean flushing. Uh, yes. Okay. So you find these people, especially on their, around their middle age, when they have excessive heat and they have very dark red faces. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, is one size fits all or are there multiple ginsengs? You made a reference to red ginseng before. Mm -hmm. Are there several yes. kinds? or? Um, so there is this red ginseng that's even more popular than ginseng itself these days. Um, this is probably because Cheong Guanjang and many other private con uh, labels um, have this ginseng. Um, but uh, so these red ginseng is when you steam the right white ginseng. Steaming white ginseng turns it into red ginseng, is that yes. right? Yes, so when you steam this, it's basically um, turning into a color red. Okay, so um, what, what does it mean when we say processing Ginseng. In other words, it's a basically a root. Could yes. I not just kind of chew on the root and get the same benefits, or does it require sort of some sort of distillation? Well, it's basically you steam this in a in a huge pot. So there is this actually a uh, well, there is this steaming pot especially for this ginseng. Okay. Um, and it basically turns into this color red, and it's not different from white ginseng if you think about the. The substance itself, but through this processing, it has less hot qualities, what we should mention. And some say that red ginseng was created uh, during exporting these products to China, mm. saying that they wanted to differentiate this product from the others. But it also has this less heat qualities, meaning it's better for people who, I just quoted, dark faces with excessive qi and excessive heat. So those people should be a little bit careful. I mean, could ginseng have adverse uh, effects on them? Could it raise their blood pressure or something like that? Um, well, it actually does mention that uh, if you have this, for example, in summer, then it, tightness in the chest will occur, meaning there will be excessive qi around your chest, causing this stuffiness. Um, but with red ginseng, it does have very little reverse effects. Okay. Mm -hmm. But ginseng... I mean, rarely is ginseng so powerful as to have an acute effect, right? Right. If, if uh, you know, somebody with a flushed face and high chi goes and have a has a bowl of samgyetang kind of thing with ginseng in it, mm -hmm. no big issue, right? That's not a big issue, no. But if you, for example, eat this every day for three times a meal as mm. a preventive uh, role, then that will also cause a little problem, right? Yeah, well. Um, and if you think about red ginseng in terms of medical products, medicinal products, it says that uh, there is a regulation for this. 
saying that you have to have this minimum amount of certain active components called genocides. But with I'm sorry, called what? Genocide. Uh, sorry, ginsenocide. Ah, there sorry. we go. <laughs> I've been mentioning this very, very harsh term all of a sudden. <laughs> I was wondering, whoa, that's whoa. a mean ginseng company. <laughs> that surprised myself right. as well. So <laughs> ginsenocide, yes. which by the way also sounds like a bit of a dangerous word. It sounds like something you would to spray to kill myself. the ginseng, you know? Ginsenocide. Yes. But that is yes. the sort of magic ingredient there in ginseng? Yes, that's the active component that was uh, revealed. to have this um, special effect inside ginseng. Got it. Ginsenocide. <laughs> But also, um, this uh, red ginseng that you see every day in the market does not have this regulation. So, it, so they do not really show how much comp- uh, percentage of this substance that they have. Okay, so there are multiple layers of um, control in the market mm-hmm. and certification. We mentioned before certain stores that you can go and it's kind of like got a stamp of approval. And then you can just go to your sort of chuntong market and uh, go to the traditional stalls and they're just going to have Bunches and bushels of ginseng, right? Yes. Um, I do have to mention that there are a lot of companies these days selling this red ginseng. Mm. So uh, I would advise that before you buy them, you have to check how much components or or substances that they have that's very active. I see. Mm Mm-hmm. So as a medical doctor, as a Korean medical doctor, let's say somebody comes into your clinic and they've got classic signs of low chi. Mm-hmm. You know, they are a, a target patient for ginseng. Right. Um, what would you prescribe to them? Would you say, I want you to go to the, the Hanyak market and get uh, the distilled processed concentrated kind? Or would you advise them to just buy the roots and boil them up in their soup? Or how would you kind of distribute the, the ginseng to them? Uh, well, first of all, when it comes to these low chi symptoms, you can actually specify into different uh, categories. For example, you feel tired throughout the day. Um, you might have bad sleep qualities. That's another sign of low chi, other oh, than this thin and fragile uh, feeling. Um, and also another uh, uh, example is if you sweat often and If uh, rather than uh, sweating and feeling better, you feel extremely tired and exhausted once you sweat. There are some patients who complain about this. Hmm. And also, uh, you need to go to the restroom very often, both day and night. That's another sign of low chi. Really? Yes. I did not expect those symptoms. Wow. So uh, you sweat, but it doesn't work in terms of cooling you off. You just sort of mm-hmm. have this perpetual sweat thing. It's almost like uh, your body's trying to get rid of something. Maybe. Um, I would say it, your body lacks this control over uh-huh. your circulation of fluids, for, for instance. Uh-huh. So you can't really restrain yourself from holding too much uh, inside your bladder, for example. Okay. And also when it comes to sweat, you are not prone to controlling your temperature very easily. I see. So there's the common denominator between the sweating and the bladder mm-hmm. thing. Yes. Your, your, your low chi means somehow you're not controlling your uh, flow of, of, right. of liquids in your body. And ginseng remedies that by sort of strengthening the mm-hmm. control thermostat. Yes. So for your second half of the question, you can also get this from the Hanyak market, like you just mentioned. Mm. But you can also get this for 
for instance, um, on your everyday market, there are ginseng um, that's being sold, for instance, right now in the market because uh, around lunar month of August is when you usually harvest ginseng. Mm. So you would have a lot of ginseng right now. So you can get them, for example, and cook this into, for example, samgyetang, like you just mentioned. Um, another very good uh, remedy would be just herbal medicine itself. You get uh, from the herbal Korean medical clinics. They'll give you a bag of stuff to boil up, some of which might be ginseng, and you'll put them in like a cooker? Um, Actually, we never really give them a bag of of herbs anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I'm spreading spreading rumors about uh, Korean medicine that's not true. All right. So, I mean, when you dispatch a a prescription, a traditional herbal medicine prescription, Mm -hmm. what's it look like? Um, It can look either like a tablet Or like a powder and also like a decoction, uh, like, like you just mentioned. But all of these <laughs> Never just <laughs> a bag of twigs and things like that? Okay. You actually uh, have to boil them inside a, um, well... Uh, it looks like a rice cooker, doesn't it? Uh, it does look very similar to a rice cooker. It's like a traditional right. medicine cooker. Mm-hmm. Mm. But right now, um, it's being promoted that, well, it's under regulation that it has to be under this good Uh, pharmaceutical practice regulation. So we have to, for example, process this in a regulated uh, process area. Fair enough. Mm -hmm. Uh, But that's really for your extreme ginseng needing populations. I Mm -hmm. mean, uh, if you have yourself a little, uh, I don't know, uh, samgyetang or something or other with ginseng once or twice a week, that generally sorts out most patients, doesn't it? I would say yes. And also, if you have too much heat, Um, then there is another herbal medicine that we do suggest for those patients as well. That's very similar to ginseng, but a little different. Um, that has less heat or, or less heat, I would say. Another okay. example that I also wanted to mention is some people say that ginseng makes you fat or really? gain weight. Yes, that's a very big concern, especially among female patients when they get prescribed. Is that with, true? Um, and that is, I would say that's a no. But. Yeah, that seems a little bit uh, suspicious, that claim. Unless <laughs> yes. they're dipping it in chocolate or something like that. But, <laughs> but um, rather, uh, uh, obesity, uh, some types of obesity is actually the result of deficiency because we see it as a lack of circulation of qi. So um, that's in the case of needing more ginseng rather than refraining from ginseng. So maybe it's the circumstances that prompt the need for ginseng Mm -hmm. that's causing the weight gain rather than the ginseng itself. That's Mm -hmm. a problem of correlation and causation. Yes. Don't blame the ginseng and (laughs) get out for a walk. That's good wisdom. Thank you very much for coming in, Jennifer. Thank you. And Food and Beyond with the Art of the Cook and Freeze is up next right after this.